ironically, last week, that was what the message was on. <laughs> peace. Amen. We talked about peace. Because in the times we live in today, with all the turmoil and confusion and diseases, we're just looking for some peace. Say amen to that. <clears throat> and I showed you two types of peace last week. You have the world's peace. Amen. We always talk about world peace. And then you have God's peace. Amen. <laughs> the problem with world peace is it's temporary. Amen. <laughs> it's always something that's going to pop off <laughs> and make it strife and division and confusion. Always. Amen. The world's peace is just temporary. You can have it for a second. But God's peace is eternal, saints. It's a peace that he causes you to have regardless of all the circumstances. <laughs> it's just a peace that the God will give you and it's eternal. Amen. <laughs> Whatever you're going through in Christ, if you're in Christ today, saints, you should be at peace with it. Amen. Because he's the prince of peace. <laughs> That's why we love him. <laughs> I'm talking about our God's peace, saints. This is how Jesus said it. When he, when he was going to the Father, you all remember what he said? It's, it's found in John 14, verse 27. He said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give I unto you. <laughs> let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. See, Jesus already made that, that differential uh, this, uh, uh, between his peace and the world peace. He said, I don't give you the peace like the world give it to you. <laughs> he let you know, not like the world. Amen. <laughs> and then he said, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You know, when we believe in Christ, we don't have to have our heart all troubled. Amen. We're at peace. Amen. <laughs> we don't have to be scared. That's what Jesus is telling us. Let, don't let your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. Amen. See, life in Christ is peace. Our peace is in him. Amen. If you obtain your peace from the world, it will not last. Amen. It's gonna, something is going to pop up. It's always something. Amen. It's so temporary. But our peace we have today is in Christ. Amen. You remember I showed you all this sign this week? I think I got it in, in, in the computer. It says, no Jesus, N-O, no peace. If you don't have any Jesus, you're not going to have any peace. Amen. Because you just relying on the world, and the world's peace is temporary. It's always going to be something going on. Amen. However, if you know Jesus, K-N-O-W, you know peace. Amen. Because Jesus said, my peace, his peace is different than the world's peace. Amen. He said, my peace I leave with you. That's a whole different kind of peace. And we thank God for that peace. Amen. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Especially today. Can't we appreciate that today? Huh? All this turmoil, all this strife, all this confusion going on. Huh? And Jesus said, it shouldn't even be that way. Get in, into me and you'll have peace. Amen. <laughs> so we thank God for his peace today. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you again that the battle is not ours. <laughs> it's the Lord's. Don't take this battle on yourself. <laughs> and the devil is a liar. He'll try to trick you and fight him one-on-one. Now, we're in the fixed fight. <laughs> we're in the fight with Christ. And in that one, we win every single battle. Hey, man, because it's not ours. Uh, when, you, when, you, when you personalize that battle and make it yours, you can lose. You might win. <laughs> but when you're in Christ, you're going to win every, the fight is fixed. Uh, he already defeated Satan. Uh, you can't lose. I like them fixed fights. <laughs> Who are like betting on fixed fights? Huh? <laughs> I like betting on fixed fights. I put all my money on that. Amen. And many do. <laughs> Fight be so fixed. We all looking at it thinking like it's going to be a different result. They already know what the result is. That's the same with us. We can't really talk about it. We already know what the result is going to be in Christ. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> the battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. I got a question for you all today. Because I know y'all got some answers for me. Amen. Here's a question. What do you do when you're walking with God and you have the Red Sea in front of you and Pharaoh's army behind you? <laughs> What do you do in that situation, saints? Amen. Amen. <laughs> no, the Vic say, continue to walk with God. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Here's the answer I'm looking for, though. Don't look back. <laughs> That's what the Lord showed me today. <laughs> Trust God. That's what you do when you, because what, what happened? They was in that situation. They was fleeing Egypt running <laughs> and they had that red sea in front of them and pharaoh's army was behind them amen <laughs> what did god do he just opened up the sea let them run through it and then the battle wasn't theirs it was the lord's <laughs> y'all better see this he opened the sea up and let them run through the sea amen <laughs> then, then when they got through and, the, and, and and pharaoh's army came through he closed it back up. <laughs> oh, praise God. Huh, that fight is fixed. <laughs> God is something else. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, Lord. Remember, God is with the saints. So just keep going forward. Right through the Red Sea. Don't look back. Huh? Because when you look back, then you're dealing with that same mess. See, if they was to look back and say, well, you know what? We don't have, we got to stop now. We can't go through that. We got to go back. It would have been uh, just devastation. Huh? I want you all to get this in your spirit. So when, so when you're walking with God, you got the Red Sea in front of you and the Pharaoh's army behind you, don't look back, saints. <laughs> See, looking back makes moving forward so much harder. Amen. Think about it, saints. He was delivering them from Egypt, from slavery, from bondage. And it was hard for them to leave that. You know why? Because we get familiar with things and it's hard for us to leave. 
It's just hard to leave something you're familiar with. Say amen to that. Even if it's not the best thing for you. Hey, we know they didn't want to be in slavery and bondage under Egyptian rule. Amen? <laughs> but it was hard for them to leave there. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Some wanted to go back. Some say, why did you bring us in this desert, Moses, to die? Huh? They was thinking about maybe we just will go back. <laughs> Not based on this word God gave us today. Don't look back. Everybody say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. So you all know, I think everybody in here knows and everybody on Zoom knows I'm about to move. Amen. And that's why this word, I'm, I'm really preaching to myself. Y'all just sharing this. I'm, I'm sharing with you all what the Lord gave me because <laughs> I'm about to move. And I've been in my home, what, 20 years? How long have we been there, Z? About 20 years, 21 years, a little over 20 years. Amen. And we, I mean, we trained our children there. We, we, uh, uh, so many things we did in that place. Amen. We, we, uh, we got married at, in that place. Amen. We, uh, just so many things. And, uh, and now, you know, it, it, it served us well. And our children are gone, are gone. We're empty nesters. So we want to downsize a little bit. Amen. But I promise you all, it's so hard for me. <laughs> this is a hard thing. Huh? I got to keep looking at this word. I got it highlighted. Don't look back. Trust God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I know in my spirit, saints of God, this is what keeps me going. When I see my wife just selling all our stuff and boxing it up <laughs> and giving it all away, what keeps me going is I know it's the Lord. Huh? Because when God wants to take you to another place, another level in your life, he kind of shakes things up. He got he to gotta shake up what you're familiar with. See, if you always want to stay what you, in the place that you're familiar with, he can't move you to the next place. Look what he told. Who was that? Abraham, get out of your father's house. Get out of his country. Go to a place. He didn't even show him where he was going. Abraham just left. Amen. <laughs> Woo, I can feel that. I know how he felt now. Amen. But I'm comfortable with, look at all this. I just got the gutters the way I wanted them. I just got my three-car garage. Amen. <laughs> Wood floors done up nicely. I just got it the way I like it, Lord. But he was saying, it's time to go. Amen. And what do I have to do? Quit looking back and trust God. Huh? What's my favorite scripture? He gave it to me for a reason because he knew I'm going to have to keep leaning on it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Right now, that's what I'm doing. I'm just trusting him with all my heart. I'm not leaning on my own understanding. My own understanding says, look back. That's what it say. You got everything in place. So I can't lean on that. I got to trust the Lord with all my heart right now. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. But the neighborhood really is changing. Here's something on another note. The neighborhood is changing. You know, and we know it can pop off anywhere in any neighborhood, but it's gunshots all the time in my neighborhood. And it's probably just a select few that's doing it, but they're doing it often. Amen. <laughs> People fighting with each other. It seemed like every other night, they just out in the street fighting. 
It just doesn't make sense. I thought, don't people sleep at night, really, saints? I use that time to go to sleep, charge my body up. But they be up, I, I asked my wife, honey, what do they do? How do they be, what do they do in the daytime? She say they sleep. So they can stay up all night. <laughs> Raise that hell. Darkness. See, they're in the darkness and they like darkness. Amen. So they like to do that stuff at night. I'm in there trying to get a little sleep. Amen. <laughs> so it's changing. The neighborhood is changing. And uh, it's just, you know, and the Lord showed me clearly that it's really time to go. And I, I really, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's hard for me. But I know God got something greater for me. Amen. I trust him. I know how the, the work that he wants to, me to get done is, is getting ready to be at a greater level. Amen. So I just have to trust him when he moved me out of my familiarity. I got to trust him. Amen. But I was reading Genesis chapter 19. I want you all to turn to it. I'm going to go through it really quick. Genesis chapter 19. Lot was living with his family in Sodom, saints. And it was becoming more and more wicked. As I look at the situation, I mean, it just, when I was reading this story, it just really reminded me of that. Amen. Again, it's Genesis chapter 19. When you are walking with God and you have the Red Sea in front of you and Pharaoh's army behind you, don't look back, saints. Amen. Genesis chapter 19, look at verse 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at even. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. All right, so here we have two angels entering into Sodom. And uh, an angel, saints of God, we know is a messenger. God sends you an angel. He's trying to send you a message. Amen. I remember him telling me, your son is an angel. I didn't know what that meant. An angel. We think angels, all oh, those are the good people to fly around with wings. <laughs> Not the case. Every time you see an angel coming in this Bible, Gabriel, what did he do? He brought Mary a message. God has selected you, Mary. Out of all. Angels are messengers. Amen. Here we have two of them that God sent to Sodom. To bring Lot a message. Amen. Look at verse 2. And he said, Behold now, my Lord, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your way. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. <laughs> now, when I was reading this, a lot of things went through my spirit. So Lot saying, as soon as they came to the city, Lot grabbed them and said, Come on to my house. He was trying to hide something, wasn't he? He didn't want him to see something in that city. He said, look, come on. Hey, let's go to my house right now. And y'all can tarry all night. Wash your feet. And then early in the morning, y'all could go. Go your way. Get out of here. That's what I think he was telling them. Amen. But they said, nope. We stand in the street all night. See, the messengers are on assignment. They're not, on, they're not doing your will. <laughs> the messengers are doing God's will. They said, no, we're we not going to stay at your house. <laughs> Nay, we, but we will abide in the street all night. We're going to stay in the street all night. <laughs> they didn't want to stay at Lot's house, saints. Amen. They wanted to really see what was really going on. <laughs> they were on assignment from God. Look at verse 3. 
and he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house, and he made them a feast and, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. So he convinced them. It says, it says he, and he pressed upon them greatly. I mean, he was really like trying to convince them, hey, come on home with me. <laughs> but they looked like they had a good time because he cooked them a great meal, didn't it? Say they had a feast. I like when we had them feasts, Z. <laughs> she said she liked that too. She don't like the cleanup though. She be like, I don't want to clean all this mess up. But she liked the feast though. <laughs> so they had a feast and they ate. Look at verse four. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. <laughs> now, y'all hearing this? Notice this, saints. It says, all the people, old and young, compassed about his house. See, we can't make a mistake about this city, saints. As we read, we're going to find out that this indeed was a wicked city. Amen? <laughs> it said, all the people compassed in the city, the young and the old ones. <laughs> Look at verse 5. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, where are the men which came in? To thee this night, bring them out unto us that we may know them. <laughs> this is a wicked city, isn't it, saints? See, when they say <laughs> we want to know these men, it don't mean they're trying to meet them, huh? Get to know their name. <laughs> when the Bible says no, it's speaking of a sexual relationship, saints. For example, let me give you a good example Genesis 4 and 1. Let's look at that one real quick. It said, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. See, when Adam knew her, he had sex with her. That's how she conceived. She got pregnant. So when the men of the city was calling these men out of Lot's house, it was to have sex with them. It was homosexuality. Amen. The city of Sodom was wicked. I got, you all got to see this. Go back to Genesis 19. Let's look at verse 6. And Lot went out the door unto them and shut the door after him. Well, Lot is trying to protect these men. <laughs> He's trying to go talk some sense in these wicked men. So he got these men. That's why he rushed them in his house. He knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Y'all got to see this. Huh? Now they, had, they, they, they must have caught him going in. Oh, fresh meat. <laughs> and now, now they're going to come there and surround this house. You all getting to see this picture. What a wicked city. <laughs> so Lot rushes out the door. Look at verse 7. And said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. <laughs> That's I, Lot called them brothers. Brethren, don't be so wicked. You want to have sex with the man standing at my house? Some angels? <laughs> That's wicked. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 8. Behold now, I have two daughters which, were, which have not known men. Let me, I pray you, bring them unto, out unto you, and you and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Can you picture this scene? Now this one's hard to believe. Lot is saying he's offering to these wicked men his virgin daughters to protect his guests. 
Are y'all hearing this story? I guess he figures out it's less wicked to have sex with women than with men. Because God calls that a straight out abomination. So I guess he said, rather than commit this abomination, I'm going to just give them my virgin daughters. Now, you know what I want you to see here? Lot was a righteous man. Huh? This just wasn't any man making. He was a righteous man, but what, he, what a foolish decision he made. Amen? <laughs> you know, it's a saying. What's that saying? God looks out for babies and fools. He was being a fool right now. <laughs> huh? Just because you're righteous doesn't mean you're perfect. I want you to get this. Amen? <laughs> it means you're in Christ. See, our righteousness is where? In Christ. Amen? <laughs> You're following Christ. That's what makes you righteous. Amen. But I want to show you Lot was a righteous man. I want to show that to you. So we're going to keep our fingers here on Genesis 19. But I want you to look at 2 Peter 2. Turn in your Bibles to 2 Peter 2. Because I want to show you this was a righteous man. 2 Peter chapter 2. And look at verse 6. It says, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live godly. So this is our example for ungodly living. He burnt the cities up. It says he turned them to ashes. <laughs> Amen. The ashes of Sodom and Gomorrah. Look at verse 7. And delivered just Lot, Lot was a just man. Look what it says. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. <laughs> so so that God delivered only Lot out of the city and his family. But Lot was disturbed by that filthy conversation of those wicked folks. That's what this scripture is saying. Here's a righteous man having to live around all that nonsense that was going on. And this is, this, this is telling us he, it was vexing him. Amen. Look at verse 8. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vex his righteous, vex his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. See, when you're living around all that wickedness, it can vex your soul. Amen. Day to day. Pow, 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 pow. Day to day. You ML, you this, you day to day, all day, all night. It can vex you. Oh, the Lord had to show this to me. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it says, I'm going to read that one again. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Look at verse 9. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and, and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. See, God knows how to move you because it says he, it knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. And then it says he knows how to, he, cause, and he reserves that, that uh, day of judgment for the unjust so they can be punished. God knows how to do that. Amen. He can move you and deal with sinners. Verse 8 again. For that righteous man, Lot was a righteous man. I want you all to see this because he had just made that real crazy decision. But he was a righteous man. Amen. <laughs> My God. See why we need God? 
huh? When you're in Christ, you really need the Lord to help you make decisions. Amen. <laughs> you lean on your own understanding for a second, <laughs> you're going you gonna to wander off. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go back to Genesis 19. Remember the wicked men of the city are at Lot's door now demanding he send his guests out, right? Look at verse 9. And they said, stand back. And they said, again, this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. How you all see it in the sights of God? They're about to break the door down. <laughs> you all seeing the saints? They are going to break the door down. Amen. To get to these men. But you know what they're saying in this scripture? The wicked men are saying, we're tired of you judging us a lot. We're, we're going to deal with you worse than we deal with them. That's what they're saying in this scripture. Amen. <laughs> they're going to break into his house. I, I, I got to say this, homosexuality must be in real uncontrollable lust that, can de that defies restraint. They, not, they can't even be restrained. Amen? They, they say, we're going to break the door down and we're going to deal with you worse than we deal with these two. <laughs> if they say that, they must know it's wicked, right? They say, we're going to deal with you worse than them, so they're saying it's worse what they're doing. Amen? <laughs> Look how they're acting. <laughs> Look at verse 10. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. So the angels pulled Lot into the house and shut the door. <laughs> huh? Now Lot was out there trying to protect them. Now they're protecting him. Amen. It said the men put forth their hand and pulled him in the house. Look at verse 11. And they smote the men, the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. <laughs> This is real crazy, says. You read this. Now, they were still trying to find the door, but, uh, but the angels had blinded them. It says they smote them. They smote them with blindness. And they still, it says they wearied themselves. That means they worked hard, still trying to get to the door. <laughs> oh, I just got something. <laughs> that lifestyle will blind you. Amen. <laughs> you can't see the door. See, Jesus is the door. <laughs> the way to the Father is through Christ, through Jesus. He's, they blind. They can't see it. Amen. So they're wearying themselves. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, my God. Thank you for that one, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 12. And the man said unto Lot, Has thou, there, has thou here any besides? Son-in-law and thy sons and thy wife, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. What are the angels telling them? Get out of here. Take your family and get out of here. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's what I'm hearing, saints. You got to, Rudy, you got to go. Amen. <laughs> One night I fell asleep in the chair, right? I'm watching TV. I fall asleep. This is how I woke up. Bow, 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 bow. I say, here we go again. Jump up out of the chair. 
And I'm dazed, right? So I said, let me go upstairs. And God showed me a vision of my wife curled up on the floor when I got upstairs. I went upstairs, I opened that door. She was curled up on the floor. I said, it's time. <laughs> this is crazy. Amen. I knew she was going to be curled up on that floor. Amen. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. It's time to go. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing today, saints. Get out. Look at verse 13. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord have sent us to destroy it. <laughs> the angels say, you better get out of here because we're about to destroy this place. <laughs> is that what they're saying, saints? <laughs> The Lord has sent us to destroy it. <laughs> Y'all see that, saints? What, what was the message Lot sent them, the, the angels brought to Lot? Get out of there. Why? Because the Lord has sent us to destroy it. <laughs> My God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 14. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, up, get you out of this place, for the Lord would destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his son-in-laws. <laughs> so he's trying to tell his daughter's husbands, it's time to go. Is that what the scripture's saying? <laughs> we got to get out of here. But it says he, he seemed to have mocked. They didn't believe him. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. They didn't believe him. But here, I got a little controversy. Y'all want some controversy? <laughs> Here's my question. Because earlier we read Lot making that foolish decision, saying that he was going to give his virgin daughters to these men outside that's trying to break in his house to have sex with some men. Amen. He, was gonna, he offered his virgin daughters to them instead. Didn't we read that? Okay, well, here's the controversy. They had husbands and was virgins? <laughs> That's what this scripture is saying. <laughs> is that what it's saying, saints? <laughs> it says, and Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, <laughs> and said up. So, so here, here's what I'm getting. Here's, here's what it might can be. The sons-in-laws was into what they was doing, too. Evidently, they ain't having sex with their wife. Say <laughs> they some virgins. <laughs> oh, y'all reading what I'm reading. Is it just me? That's what it says. <laughs> it says, I'm gonna give you my daughter who, who don't know men. And now it's saying, here I went out to talk to my daughter's husbands, letting them know we gotta go, and they mocked them. That's why they mocked them. We're not leaving here. They must like that kind of stuff. Oh, come on. Is it me? Is it me, Carlton? It ain't me. Because sometimes y'all be looking at it like it's me. Amen. I made it up. I didn't make it up. I'm reading it. Lord is just revealing it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. They didn't leave the city with Lot, saints. Lot left with his wife and his two daughters. Let's read on. Look at verse 15. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife 
and thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. So Lot left with his wife and his two daughters. What was up with those son-in-laws? <laughs> I don't know. Look at verse uh, 16. And while he lingered, the man laid hold upon his hand. Now what is Lot doing? Lingering. Huh? It's hard to leave. I'm telling you all. How huh, are you familiar with? And it was a mess what he was in. Look what they was doing. But he's still lingering. You got the word of God coming to you straight from God through the angels telling you, get out of here. Now let's read it again. And while he lingered, the man laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto them, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. The angels grabbed them all by the hand and took them out of the city. Why are we lingering, saints? Huh? This woke me up when, I, when the Lord showed me this. I was like, Lord, my wife was just packing stuff up and I was just praising God. You got to go. <laughs> it's time to go. I don't know what the Lord going to do. I don't know what he's sending me to. <laughs> Huh? God say, I don't fix broken things. I create new things. I'm the creator. He's got about to create a new thing. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But this old thing you created was so nice, Lord. I got a new thing, Rudy. It's broken now. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The, the angels had to grab Lot while he was lingering and get him out of there. Amen. It's hard to leave what's familiar, saints. Look at verse 17. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. What did he tell them? Don't look back. Neither stay, say, stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. You all get that one there? The angel saying, get out of here. Run for your life. This place is about to be destroyed. Go up into the mountain. And now what it said in the scripture? And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Just shake your head. See, when the Lord gives you a word through the angel, don't tell him no. <laughs> he just said, Oh, not so, my Lord. He about to mess up. Say it. He about to mess up. He about to lean on his own understanding. <laughs> Oh, not so, my Lord. Look at verse 19. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight. True. And thou hast magnified thy mercy. True. Which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. True. And I cannot escape to the mountain lest some evil take me and I die. False. <laughs> if the evil was going to take him and he died, why would they get him out of there? How foolish can we think sometimes? <laughs> he's leaning on his own, under that's his understanding. What did the angels tell him? Get out of here and go up to that high mountain. Get out of here right now. We're about, this is about to be destroyed. Take your wife, take your daughters, and get out of here. Oh, no, my Lord. I don't want to be like that. Everybody say amen to that. How want an angel bring you the message. What are angels? Messengers, right? They're not little people flying around with wings, how the world got what's thinking the angel is. An angel will bring you a message from the Lord. Hear it. Receive it. 
Amen. Don't start talking about what you, your will. Amen. What did I tell you? When God is speaking to me, I'm, I'm praying, telling him all my will, everybody I'm praying for and all that. And when I hear that voice start talking, what do I do? Be quiet. What am I going to tell him? He's all knowing. I just be quiet and listen. Amen. Some of us are so opinionated. We just want to have our way. Oh, no, see, it's this, that, and the third. It's my, please be quiet. Amen. When the Lord is speaking, just be quiet. Amen. <laughs> he should have just listened. Oh, no, my, not so, my Lord. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 20. Behold, now, this city is near to flee unto. He's still talking. And it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. It is not a little one, and my soul shall live. Is it not a little one, and my soul shall live? Y'all picturing this, saints? The Lord is sending him to the mountain, yet he wants to live in the little city. Say amen to that. I know you got to get something out of that one. <laughs> it's, it's a price that comes with disobeying God. Say amen. We all know it, right? Believe me, if, you, if God tells you something and you know it's from the Lord and you don't do it, you are going to pay a price. Amen. He's trying, he's trying to get you out so you don't have to pay the price. Amen. But if you continue to hang on with your own understanding, you're going to pay a price. Amen. <laughs> and he said unto him, see, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken. So the angel went along with Lot, and God spared the little city that Lot wanted to flee to. Amen? Look at verse 22. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou be come thither. Therefore the name of the city was called Zor. Zor. See, God is truly merciful, saints. The angel said he cannot do anything until Lot gets out of there. Zor, the, when you, the, the, the translation of Zor means little city. Amen? Look at verse 23. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Then the Lord rained up upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew up upon the ground. God destroyed everything in those wicked cities. Amen. I want you to see this. He destroyed it all. But his wife looked back from behind him. And she became a pillar of salt. <laughs> we know that story, don't we? Lot's wife looked back. What's today's message? What's the, what's the moral to today's message? Don't. Don't look back. It makes it hard for you when you keep, every time I look at that garage, every time I look at that, I, every time, I, it makes it so hard to say, I got to go, Lord. <laughs> so, you got to set up so nice. <laughs> What's the moral to the stage message? Don't look back. <laughs> His wife looked back and <laughs> became a pillar of salt. <laughs> if you know God is moving, saints of God, don't look back. Believe me, you're not missing anything. Amen. You're not missing anything. <laughs> the Lord is getting this into my spirit. He's deepening this in my spirit right now. I told you I'm preaching to myself. <laughs> Quit looking back. 
because you're making it hard for yourself. Amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. We don't want to constantly look back like we're leaving something valuable. Amen? Didn't the Lord, I'm just bringing something back. Remember I preached the message, what, a month ago? Same kind of message. Stay out of the past. Don't look back. It was something similar to this. He was setting me up then. I ain't had no idea I was going to be moved. He was, see how the Lord will set you up? Oh, the Lord is awesome. See, he's, he's above and beyond all we can ask or think. Amen. See, the devil tries to copy him. He'll set you up, too, in a negative way. <laughs> but God will prepare you. He didn't prepare me. Now I'm preaching this message. Now the other one came back. Don't look back. You can't go forward looking backwards, not even in the rear view. You got to look ahead. You got to look through the windshield. Say amen to that. <laughs> we know in our hearts when it's time to go, saints. Move on and don't look back. Amen. I got to keep saying that to myself. <laughs> Let me give you this final revelation. Here we go. So the angel told Lot in verse 17 to run for his life, didn't he? Don't look behind him. Don't stay in don't, don't stay in all the plain, but escape to the mountain lest he be consumed. But he wanted to go to the small city. He wanted to stay in the plain. And the angel told him not, right? He was leaning on his own understanding, right? And I want to show you what it cost him. Because I told you when you don't listen to God, it's going to cost you something. <laughs> what you say, man of God? <laughs> it's a price to pay. Guess what he paid with? His wife. Huh? Had he run up on in the mountain? She didn't have to look back. She could look down at all the smoke coming up. She wouldn't have had to. Oh, let me just let me look. She wouldn't have did it. But no, he wouldn't lean on his own understanding. Oh, I just want to go into the plane. He said, "Get up out of the don't go into none of the planes. Go up on that mountain right there. Oh, I won't be safe up there. How foolish is that? You will pay a price if God is speaking to you, saints. Say it again." God is speaking to you, and you know it's the Lord. Don't negotiate with him. Amen. He's merciful. He's just. He's fair. He may let you have your way, but, but it's going to be a price you're going to have to pay. Amen. He, he's going to always give you his perfect will for you. He's going to tell it to you perfect. Anything you say, any suggestions you make, you are altering it. Say amen to that. I want to be in his perfect will. Amen. I don't want to start making my own <laughs> decisions when the Lord has clearly spoke to me and showed me this is what you need to do. I'm, I can't look back anymore. <laughs> and I'm suggesting you all don't either. Amen. Don't look back. Keep moving forward, saints of God. Lord, I'm praying to you right now that you help me to stop looking back. Because I certainly don't want to lose my wife, and I don't want to lose anything, Lord. I want to move forward in you, Lord. You showed me once. It's just upward mobility in you. Amen. And that's what I want to do. I want to keep it going forward, Father. So thank you, Lord, for strengthening me right now to not look back, to stay focused, Lord, on what you're doing. I know you'll make a way out of no way, Lord. They was at that Red Sea. 
they was right at that Red Sea and, and Pharaoh's army was behind them. And you said, don't look back. What's the, what do we do? Don't look back. Don't look at the army. God opened up the sea and they went through and then he closed it on the army. He will make a way. Everybody say amen to that. So I thank you, Lord, for this, your word today on not looking back. I thank you for your grace and mercy, your peace, your love, your joy, Lord. That peace that you, you said your peace, Father, was different from the world's peace. You said the world's peace is temporary. Your peace is forever. It's eternal. So we, again, want to rest in your peace, Lord. Rest in your love. Rest in your righteousness and just everything that you have that we have in you, Lord. We want to rest in that and enjoy it. And we claim it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus.